Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 232, Drink It To You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? How the hell was your extended weekend? Uh, unless you're bartending or working retail, uh, you probably got an extended weekend. How did it go? You get a little extra sleep? Dude, I've just been sleeping today. I can't stop. I wake up from a nap and I'm like, you know what sounds good? Another nap. It's just all I've done all day long, <laughs> um, which has been nice. You know, you, you do need a break. You, you realize how the weeks start to pile up on you uh, physically and mentally, you know, grinding it out, going to work every day, 40 hours a week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it really adds up. So having this extra Monday is really nice for me. Um, I did catch up on a little bit of sleep. I'm still tired, though. I, I swear to God, I took like three naps today. It's like 11 o'clock on Monday, and I'm, I just, uh, once this is over, I'm probably just going to lay down and go to sleep, you know? Um, the, the days are gone of, you know, staying up late, 1 and 2 in the morning. Uh, those days for me are just gone. I can't make it that late anymore. It's just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I can, but you probably don't want me around. I start yawning. Uh, we, we played a show uh, Friday night, my band cashing in, played a show Friday night, and I just couldn't stop yawning. It's Friday night, you know, people get dressed up, people are ready to have fun, we're going to be at this venue for a couple of hours, and I'm just, I'm yawning the whole time, I'm like, God, I just feel like such a fucking old man, and I'm just re realizing my limitations, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not staying young, things add up on me now, you know, like, I, I just have a finite amount of energy to provide every single day, you know what I mean? So I give it all at work, and, and by the time the show came that night, I'm just fucking yawning. Not that we played a bad show or anything. It was a great show. Um, I just, I'm finding, you know, my limitations, I guess, and it kind of sucks. You know, I want to feel like Superman. I want to feel like I can just, you know, go to work and then go play a show that night, and everything's fine, and I've got all the energy in the world, but I just don't, and it's like... I don't do the Red Bull thing anymore. You know, it's like my heart shouldn't have to pay because I want to stay up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's going to give out one day. That's just too much caffeine and ginseng or whatever they put in that shit. That's just not a good feeling. Yeah, it'll wake your ass up. But, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's like smoking. It's just taking years off your life. You know, drinking one Red Bull. Uh, who knows? I don't, I don't know if it takes years off your life. I better watch what I say. Hey, if you got them, drink them, by the way. Bottoms up. Cheers. And I am drinking vodka once again. What is this, like my third or fourth week in a row to have vodka? That's very unusual for me. I'm just sick of beer. You know, I'm sick of the seltzers already. I need something a little bit stronger. So this vodka is doing well. Um, I don't think I'm having a shot of Hendrix gin like I did last week. I'm not feeling that brave, even though it was smooth. I got to say, man, if, if that would have been over ice, I uh, probably would have had a couple of shots last week. I don't know. I might talk myself into it. Now I keep talking about it. It's sounding more and more appealing. Um, but anyways, like I said, we played this show on Friday night. A, a great show. A lot of fun. Uh, Soledad is one of my uh, favorite local bands. Them, uh, along with Ozone, I can't even really say Ozone because I've never seen them live. I've, I've, I've had so many dates to go see them live, and I just can't ever go to see them. Um, but it will happen eventually. But uh, Soledad, who played that night, Friday night, 
at Southside Bar and Grill in Fort Worth. Uh, fucking crushed it, as usual. I, I just keep tweeting about it, and I know, you know, a lot of people don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, even, but you gotta check this band out. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> I love them. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, what's their last song? It's it's like the most melodic song they have. I think they're just saying, like, kill the white people. <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. I'm, I'm like joking with my band. I'm like, okay, we have, you know, two out of the three white people, you know, two out of the five are white, you know? So it's like, they're, they're kind of screwed, you know, in this situation, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, I'm half okay. You know, I'm half white. I'm half Mexican. So I guess they would just, you know, if they really felt that way, they'd just leave me crippled, you know, still let them function, but the, you know, don't let them walk. Jesus Christ, this just turned bad. I thought you were pumping up this band, not saying how they're going to beat the hell out of everybody. Uh, but, I, dude, if you get in that pit, though, I'm telling you, if you get in that fucking pit, you're getting the shit beat out of you. I was, It's just like standing in the back the whole time contemplating, well, could I get in there? Should I get in there? And I'm just like, dude, you took a step like a month ago, one step, and it fucked your knee up for like the next two weeks. No. No, Chris, don't get in the pit don't do it <laughs> i've got a i didn't wear my knee brace that night or anything um and cashing in was the opening band for that show uh which is appropriate we are one of the newer bands uh around town i say newer we've been doing it you know me james and paul for like three years four years somewhere in there uh we just haven't played a lot of shows yet at this point you know just trying to get the right pieces in in place to play those shows um a lot of fun, dude. I, I will say I've never been on a stage like the one we were on that night. It was just like it had to be plywood. I mean, there's just the the amount of bounce this stage had. It had to be plywood. And I don't know how they did it because it looked like it had flooring on top of it. You know what I mean? Like that. Um, <clears throat> it's like that stickers. It, you peel that shit off. What is it called? Laminate flooring. I think they did that on top of the plywood, so it looked like nice flooring. But as soon as we start playing, this thing becomes like a fucking trampoline, dude. Like, Sean is over to my left jumping, guitar player. James is over to my right jumping, guitar player. Luckily, Paul's on the floor and not on the stage. But as they're jumping, dude, it's like caving in my drum set. Like, everything is, like, falling toward me. You know, I get through one of the songs... And and my my floor tom is just like I didn't put it there, you know. It's just like almost where my snare is, you know what I mean? It's just been caved in. My ride symbol, my crash symbol, those are fucking all the way across the stage. Like I'm having to throw a like throw a stick practically to hit it, you know, hit a symbol. Um, it was fucking wild, dude. It felt like being on a fucking waterbed for a show. <laughs> I've never had that experience before, but um. A lot of fun, man. I, I I can't believe the amount of people that showed up. I think Fort Worth rolls a little bit deeper for uh, the hardcore scene anyway. Um, there's a band from Chicago. Dude, I'm sorry. I can't remember all the band's names. band from Chicago, they were fucking fun. They killed it. Um, <clears throat> pretty much shut the place down. And I think actually after they have all these loud, fast, heavy bands play, they turn the place into a Tejano club like it normally was. So it's interesting, you know, bar and grill slash Tejano club slash we're going to start throwing hardcore punk shows now, you know, uh, every now and then. I, I fucking love the venue, though. 
to be honest with you. Like it has plenty of space, plenty of floor space. You know, you got the pillars in the middle of the, the dance floor, as we would call it. But I mean, that's normal. You know, if you went to Red Blood in Dallas, you, you, <laughs> you know, you're bound to run into a fucking pillar at some point if you're going to be in the pit. So anyways, lots of fun, man. Uh, great night. Other than the yawning, like I said, I just couldn't stop yawning. I felt like shit about myself. I'm like, everybody else is having a great time, and I'm just, I'm over here yawning. Oh, I just, those days are just gone for me, you know? I just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, you start pushing 10 and 11 at night, and you've been up since fucking 5, 6 a.m. That's a long-ass day, man. That's a long-ass day. But we did it. We came. We saw. I don't know if we conquered. Uh, but uh, we we at least have a good show, so uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right, so it's time. We're going to do a couple of drink recommendations. I almost drooled on myself trying to sing that. Uh, this is from bbcgoodfood.com. Uh, the first one I have for you here is the Espresso Martini. If it's going to let me click on it, I'll tell you how the hell to make it. <clears throat> well, that didn't sound like a firework. That sounded like somebody dropped a bunch of metal. What was that? I'm hearing a couple residuals outside going off. I, I, it's just not the same, dude. <laughs> it's like a... Dude, if you have a 300 roll of black cats... They're, I swear to God, they're just outside popping one every five minutes. <laughs> it's it's really underwhelming. Um, what the fuck is that noise? There's no way that's a firework. Jesus Christ, I don't know what that is. Anyways, uh, here is the espresso martini from uh, bbcgoodfood.com. Uh, the ingredients you're going to need is... Uh, 100 grams of golden castor sugar, grams. Uh, for the cocktail, ice, 100 mils vodka, 50 mils freshly brewed espresso coffee, 50 mil coffee liqueur, four coffee beans, optional. Uh, here's how the hell you're going to make it. Start by making the sugar syrup. Put the castor sugar in a small pan over medium heat and pour in 50 mils of water. Stir and bring to a boil. Uh, turn off the heat and allow mixture to cool. Put two martini glasses in the fridge to chill. Uh, if you're at the bar, I've already explained how to do that at the bar. You just do the ice and the soda water in the glass to chill it. Uh, once the sugar syrup is cold, pour one tablespoon into a cocktail shaker along with a handful of ice, the vodka, espresso, and coffee liqueur. Shake until the outside of the cocktail shaker feels icy cold. Strain into a chilled glass. Garnish with one. Uh, garnish each one with coffee beans if you would like. Uh, there's the espresso martini. Uh, bbcgoodfood.com let's see if we can go back here and get another drink recommendation <clears throat> oh this one's called the pims this looks refreshing as hell p-i-m-m apostrophe s pims pims punch i feel like i've given this recommendation before but damn i mean they just get me with this picture every single time uh it's hard to pass up yes i would like to click on it um <clears throat> All right, here's what you're going to need. 200 mils of Pim's number one, 600 mils lemonade, mint sprigs, sliced cucumbers, sliced orange, and strawberries to serve. Uh, dude, is this one step? Yeah, this is one step. <laughs> it's so easy to make. If you got people coming over, 
this is what I recommend, the Pim's Punch. I mean, it's just one jug, you know, pour everything in pretty much. Um, you know, I would not like to su subscribe to your magazine. Uh, fill a jug with ice and pour over the Pim's and lemonade. Give it a good stir, a stir and add mint, cucumber, and fruit. That's it. <laughs> you dump everything in there. That's not really even a drink recommendation. I mean, I could have figured out how to do that on my own, right? Um, uh, looks refreshing, though, honestly. Like, it's it's been so fucking hot. Oh, dude, I didn't even say this yet. The rolling blackout's going on. Finally, you know, I thought my apartment complex, since, you know, like we're on the same power grid as a couple of other, like, important government buildings, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little cocky about it. I'm like, our power never goes out. We're good. They got to keep those places running. They're not going to. And sure enough, the past two days, we've had blackouts the past two days. And it's it's getting fucking brutal, man. It is too goddamn hot for that shit. Like, it would be one thing if the power was going out at night, you know. But uh, middle of the day. Oh, my God, dude. I, I went outside the other day. <clears throat> and, you know, we we're playing in the sprinkler with my daughter. And <clears throat> you can't even walk on the concrete, dude. Like, even with the water just flowing on the concrete, like, this is how hot it is outside. Like, you could still probably fry an egg with the water, like, running underneath the egg from the sprinkler, dude. It's like I had to get shoes on. It's like you could withstand a little bit. It's like 30 seconds of standing on that concrete that's just been baking in the sun all day, dude. Even with water under your feet, even pouring water on yourself, it's just not enough. I had to get shoes on. <clears throat> And I have pretty tough, you know, feet. You know, I can walk. I, I usually walk out to the car without shoes on. I'm, I'm fine. You know, I don't get cuts and shit. Like, my feet are just so old and fucking beat up there. And nothing can hurt them. <laughs> Calloused, I guess. Um, so, anyways. Uh, I forgot we are doing drink recommendations. So, that's the, <laughs> that's the next one is the Pims. Looks really delicious. That's bbcgoodfood.com. Uh, in case you didn't hear it the first five times I said it. Um, now we're scrolling for one more. Passion fruit martini. That sounds pretty fucking good. Frozen, frozen strawberry daiquiri. Rum punch. Cosmopolitan. We go over that one all the time. Uh, let's see. Okay, I guess that was the 10th one. So we're going to go with... Yeah, we got to do the passion fruit martini. That looks uh, pretty fucking good. Is that passion fruit? Ugh, that looks weird. I don't like the way that looks. And here's what you're going to need. Two ripe passion fruit, 60 ml vanilla vodka, 30 ml Pessoa, P-A-S-S-O-A, -S -S uh, one tablespoon lime juice, one tablespoon sugar syrup, Prosecco to serve. Here's how the hell you make it. Scoop the seeds from one of the passion fruits into the glass of a cocktail shaker. Add the vodka, Pessoa, lime juice, and sugar syrup. Add a handful of ice and shake well strain into two martini glasses, top with Prosecco, then add half a passion fruit to each. Serve immediately, it says. Um, I don't know if I have half of those. I don't even think I have three-fourths of those ingredients. Um, that actually looks really good, though, man. I really want to try this one. Um, so if you got them, drink them, bottoms up. As always, everybody, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Cheers, everybody. All right, this is the spoiler alert. I'm going to try to put something in the um, the title of this episode, too, 
to let you guys know that there are going to be spoilers for Stranger Things. The two new episodes that just came out, I'm just fucking, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I just don't know how to feel about it, dude. It it had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, it, it almost had me in fucking tears at another point. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I, I've I've been invested in TV shows before. You know, Breaking Bad, perfect example. Invested 100%. I've seen it, I don't know, three times all the way through. I loved it. Uh, but, you know, like e- even getting attached to those characters when something happens to them, like... It's usually just like, well, that sucks to me, you know? Like, oh, well, that sucks. You know, I wanted him to live, and I wanted this, and I wanted that. I was thinking this was going to happen, and that was going to happen, you know? But it's just like, okay, do-do-do-do-do, go on about your day. Dude, there's something about this show, and I, I think I figured out what it is. They picked the perfect thing, I think, for a lot of people, too, because uh, they were kids. Like, when this show first started, they were just little kids. I mean little kids and you know they've grown over the years they're getting you know doing different stuff their characters are you know splitting off a little bit more um you know i got a girlfriend now i don't have time to play you know the board game we used to all that stuff you know building the characters really well for the show but man it, it just really got to me um there there's one point in time where where max is in trouble and dude i was just like like a dad to this fictional character who's playing a part in a show, and it's just like I was scared for her and emotionally invested, and, and that's how they got me, man. They they had these kids there since they were little, and, and that's all I can think about. I don't want anything to happen, anything else to happen to these poor fucking kids. <laughs> They've been through hell, dude. They've been through war pretty much, you know, at such early ages. And I realize it's all fictional. I realize it's all made up. But, dude, they've done such a great job with this show. Um, say what you want about Netflix. You know, I'm, I'm one of Netflix's biggest haters sometimes, you know. Prices are going up. You know, you, you can't share passwords anymore, blah, 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 whatever. You know, that whole thing. Um, <clears throat> they did something right with this show, man. And, and they actually said... Uh, when it, the two episodes came out, I saw it a couple of days later. And like I said, I had the show Friday night. You know, I had some shit going on Saturday. Um, but <clears throat> they said there there were so many people watching when the two new episodes just came out that it, it actually crashed Netflix. And, and I believe it. Uh, I don't think that's a publicity thing. I think that, that actually probably fucking happened, dude. Like... It's just they, they've got everybody's attention, you know. Um, I can't wait. What did they say? It's going to be two years before we see another episode. I don't know if I can fucking wait, man. I mean, I, I have to. But that's just so long to go. Like there's so many things that are going to happen just in life. Look how much shit has happened just in your life in the past six months. You know, how many things have changed? Maybe maybe you changed careers. You know, maybe you changed partners. I don't know, whatever. Um, maybe you changed schools. I don't know. It's just a lot of shit that can change in two years. I And I don't know. The, the best analogy I have is probably not a good one. But it's like back in the day, you know, Biggie Smalls coming out, Puff Daddy, 
all those people and Mace. Do you guys remember Mace? <laughs> the, one of the most short-lived careers ever. And, you know, he was on top. He was on top of the fucking world and he just disappeared. You know, and it's like once that happens, that's why he's never come back. That's why you've never heard heard of a Mace reunion tour. Because nobody gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> so I'm wondering, you know, as much as they have me right now, as much as, the, you know, that episode just – those two episodes just fucking got to me. Um, in, two, in two years from now, will I still give a shit? I don't know. I really don't know. There's just so many things I could find. I might not even have Netflix in two years. You know what I mean? Uh, with the way things are going, the you know they uh, might not be a company in a couple of years. Who knows? Who really fucking knows? I mean, I think this show is big enough to carry them. Obviously, this is one of the biggest show. It, it's got to be one of the biggest shows of all time. It, it just does. Like the intro, y- you never skip the intro to that show. It's just that that whatever that keyboard did it 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 it's iconic already. Um, <clears throat> so I want to talk about Eddie's guitar solo. Fucking awesome. I, <laughs> I thought it was a little cheesy, you know, obviously. Um, because you could have picked something else to make noise to get the bats, you know, whatever those fucking things are called to come out. But the guitar solo was pretty fucking dope, though. Uh, they played Master of Puppets, and he starts playing the guitar solo by himself, and eventually the music comes in. Uh, it was pretty fucking cool, you know, to see his character. And, and Eddie's one of those characters that I'm not as invested in as someone like Dustin or, you know, L or, you know, any of those kids that where this all started. But for some damn reason, spoiler alert, and I'm going to keep saying this, um, when he fucking died, dude, oh my God. And, and, and it was, it was more Dustin's reaction, you know? It's like you you hurt the the character one of the characters that I love the most by someone else dying, you know. Um, it was fucking crazy, dude. I I just I've never been this invested into a show. Like I, I've loved shows. I've watched them start to and like I said, Breaking Bad, dude. I've seen that that three times, and it was just as exciting the third time as it was the first time. You know, the good thing about that show was I was like I could remember them getting into these situations, Walter and, you know, whoever else, Jesse, getting into these situations, I just couldn't remember how the fuck they got out of them. I'm like, okay, you know, they're dead. They have to be dead. There's no way they're getting out of this. You know, they're, they're at the mercy of whoever, and, and they somehow manage, you know. Uh, it's the same thing. It's great drama TV um, for Stranger Things. Um but yeah, man, when Eddie died, when, whenever Dustin was fucking crying, dude, I was, uh, it was hard for me to watch, but really good show. Um, they were talking about the body count before these two episodes came out. Um, there's going to be, you know, Netflix said there's going to be a body count, um, which I agree with. Um, it just wasn't the way I was thinking, you know, uh, it wasn't as many of those main characters dead. It was more of the other guys dead than anybody uh but great fucking show though dude it, like it's just taken all my attention i don't know if they were two hour episodes but man oh man they packed so much shit into that now they leave you on the cliffhanger once again 
And supposedly, we got to wait two years to see anything else from Stranger Things. It's going to be fucking, ah. I, I like what I saw. I like that Hopper and Elle reunited. I love all that stuff, you know. All the kids reunited. Joyce with her kids. Everybody reunited, but there's still, you know, as they do, something looming in the distance, you know. Somebody fucked up or somebody opened a portal. You know you know how it goes. It's a great fucking show, man. I, I, I just can't get enough of it. Great fucking show. Um, haven't had any time to watch Mr. In-Between because of it. Oh, I actually did, since there's not a lot of sports on. Um, I did watch some wrestling. I have no fucking idea who the characters are. The only guy I remember in the like eight-man brawl was the Irish lad. If you can picture what he looks like, just for, off of that name, <laughs> fucking fluorescent white with red hair. Uh, you can't miss him. He's like a beam of light in the center of the ring. <laughs> they had this huge fucking giant guy. So it's like an eight-man brawl, and they're all trying to get this briefcase to um, you know, get some sort of contract. I forget what the contract is for. It's like some big wrestling match coming up soon. Um, this wasn't Raw, by the way. This was SmackDown. Sunday night is... So SmackDown, I, I believe they said it was recorded on Friday, so they release it on TV on Sunday. Is that what I gathered? I don't know. Uh, so anyways, there's fucking, you know, the Irish lad. He's in there doing his thing. Uh, they're all after these briefcases to get... Or a briefcase to get the contract for the next big wrestling event. There's this fucking guy in there. He's like 6'4". They said he's 6'4", 430 fucking pounds. Just a solid monster of a man. Uh, it's just incredible to me that, you know, people say giants don't exist anymore. Yes, they fucking do, man. Those people, to me, in my opinion, are giants. You know, and like, look at Shaquille O'Neal. Look at fucking Yao Ming. That's a living giant, isn't it? I know that's mean. That's probably mean to say, honestly, for as big as they are. They got, you know, sensitive feelings. <laughs> How bad would you feel if you made Shaq cry? Oh, God, you'd feel like shit, wouldn't you? Uh, but anyways, yeah, 6'4", 430 pounds. I just don't even – I can't even fathom how you build that kind of mass on your body. I mean, even with all the fucking pharmaceuticals they take, you know, like, Jesus Christ, like, how do you – I mean, that's genetics at that point. It has nothing to do with anything else other than genetics. I mean, you can work out to your fucking blue in the face, but you're only going to get as big as your genetics let you, you know? Or you start taking that fucking sauce and, you know, that'll jack you up. But still, I mean, you still can't grow any taller, you know? You can't make your bones any more dense or wide, you know? It just is what it is. You get what you get. Uh, so I did watch some of that. I actually don't know who won because I had to start driving. I don't know who won the match. But for all my wrestling fans out there, um, I, I, I have started to watch again. I'm getting back into it. You know? Uh, what's the fucking hot-ass chick they're, they're about to – they're trying to show off now? I don't know. Some, some chick with a, just a ridiculous ass. Yeah, you know, gonna be in spandex wrestling in the ring. I mean, it's it's not a hard sale, people. <laughs> we'll all be tuned in. You know, um, but I'm getting back into it. The drama, who's who, who's the good, you know. And you can tell by the crowd; they let you know a lot. 
when someone starts talking and the crowd starts booing, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and you can see the way they're acting. They're acting like a fucking asshole, being cocky about everything they're saying. Um, so I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. I know it's scripted, but um, it still takes, I mean, good Lord, athleticism to do everything they're doing. They, they still got to take a hit of the chair to the head. You know, they still got to fall out of the goddamn ring onto the ground or onto the table and smash the table. Like, that's real shit, dude. As scripted as, as it is on who's going to win and who's going to lose and who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, like all that shit, all that other shit, all the falling, all the, you know, all that shit is fucking real. You still got to get slammed on the mat, right? You can't fake that. There's no way to fake that. Now, you can fake a punch. And I think they used to do it a lot more. You stomp on the mat while you're punching. It makes it sound like you're punching. It makes it look better. Uh, now, dude, they just chop each other across the chest now. It looks brutal. You can hear the fucking slap. Oh, my God. Ugh. Sounds horrible. Uh, but entertaining to watch. So that's going to do it for me for the night, you guys. Thank you for listening. Drink until you podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Uh, let's finish these off. Cheers, everybody. I'm not going to make you listen to me drink this whole thing, so give me one second. All right, guys. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I love you all. I'll talk to you next week. Uh, actually, later on this week. Bye.